I think sleep. <clears throat> I think sleep is probably the best method for being stressed out. I think that's for me. You know, sometimes when I'm really stressed, I feel like I'm burning a lot of calories. I'm just I'm very hungry when I'm stressed. Not not I know a lot of people will like stress eat. They just kind of eat to kind of fill the void, but no, I get like hungry. Like my stomach starts growling and it feels like I haven't had food. So, I wonder how many calories I'm actually burning when I'm stressed out. But yeah, then I get real tired and need to take a nap. I took one earlier and it was it was nice. I woke up feeling a little re- rejuvenated and a little more clear-headed about certain situations and but then yeah, after a while it kind of rubs off and you're kind of back to being stressed again. Maybe I'm I'm kind of hoping kind of ready to s- take a break from the podcast just so I can kind of go back to having my own self-talk for a little bit. And maybe uh, I th- I I mentioned this already, but maybe I'll I'll post like maybe one or two episodes a week instead of one every day. This 30-day challenge is almost over with. And I, I'm so close. It just sucks that I have to like try to think of something to say when I've sort of been like mentally occupied on one thing, but not ready to talk about it. And... Uh, yeah, it's it's hard to really like come up with an idea for an episode whenever you're just kind of hyper focused on one thing, but it's not really something to be discussed publicly. Um, but yeah, I'm almost done with the thirty days. I think I'm. I think this is day twenty seven or twenty eight. Almost there. <sighs> Maybe I'll do another John Goes to Work episode. And you can what listen to me do my thing. Ooh. Last time I was doing it, I was just driving the whole time. Because I had a... I was like a, on a 20-minute gap between houses. So I figured I would do one. But doing one where I'm actually making deliveries and maybe... Going to buildings and talking to people. Hey, I have a delivery for Hannah. Oh, yeah, you can just leave it there on the counter. Do you need to sign anything or do I need to sign anything? They all say the same thing. But, that, yeah, that'd be a good one, maybe. Maybe tomorrow if I remember. I... I think I may watch some Lars von Trier soon. That's probably, for those who don't know, Lars von Trier is a a filmmaker, and he makes some very, very vivid movies. 
But maybe he's not the best thing to watch when you're stressed out. Because that will just exacerbate your stress, I imagine. He has one called Nymphomaniac. And that should explain the whole movie just in that title. It's two volumes and it's basically six hours of people fucking. But it's 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 basically porn. But it's porn that doesn't give you an erection. It's it's porn where dialogue is the main focus. It's it's porn with ugly people. <laughs> but it's good if if you can look past the the very vivid, very risque uh, fucking scenes. Uh, you can appreciate the writing. He has another one called The House That Jack Built, which revolves around a serial killer that goes on a 12-year killing spree. And he considers every murder a work of art. Lars von Trier has very polarizing movies. You either absolutely hate it or you think it's a masterpiece. It, but it's never... You're never wishy-washy with these movies. You either love it or you fucking hate it. And me, I I, I, I love these movies. They are super provocative, super controversial. They get you talking. They get you thinking. They make you they make you sympathize with like rather shitty people. And that's a that's a cool thing for a filmmaker to do. If he can kind of get you not on board with their actions, but to get you to understand their predicaments. It, it it's that's that's just good writing on my in my opinion. But yeah, you'll either be angered or impressed, and I'm usually impressed, even though I always have anxiety when I watch these movies. But yeah, January is usually whenever I I watch his movies. I don't know why. It just seems January is the movie for darkness weird January I don't know January's always been a weird month for me so is March which is weird at least over the last few years I've had this seasonal depression not now the I am stressed right now but it's not because of like an annual thing it's just Certain things came up all at once, but March, usually I'll have like, maybe not seasonal depression, but like seasonal anxiety, which I guess is almost in the same category, but different. I can, maybe not last March, last March was actually pretty solid for me and bad for everyone else. That's when COVID took off. Like the very beginning of March. But I was... Not much changed for me. And I got to actually have some alone time for the first time in a long time. But... A few Marches prior... Like the last three before that... I've had some very... 
very shitty marches. Like, it's always during spring break when I would get this weird, like, pattern of overthinking and just waking up kind of sweaty. It's weird. I wonder if it's if it's triggered by, like, I, like if I have one experience in the spring that was traumatic enough to where maybe the temperature of the ecosystem the next year triggers it or something. I don't know how that works. A lot of people will get, like, winter depression because you're inside more and it's cold and not as sunny. You're not getting your vitamin D. But I've always liked winter. Like, I, I enjoy winter hikes. I enjoy the snow. I enjoy overcasts. I enjoy a cloudy day. I love hiking on a cloudy day. It's my favorite. A cloudy day in the summer. Cloudy day in the winter. I, I can do that. I I do prefer a, a, like an overcast day in the summer because the, the weather is just perfect for me. But if it's too windy in the winter, then that's when shit gets horrible. But... Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to to go live in my car at the end of February. I have to give them a 30-day notice by the 28th cuz February only has 28 days. But I don't I don't think I have the finance for it yet. That's a, a part of the stress right now. That's a weird, like, weird flip. You know, most people would be stressing out over the fact that they may have to get, go live in their car. But me, I'm stressing out because I, I may not be able to. <laughs> it's weird. But, it, but it's, it's not just that. There's, there's some other things. But we can, we can talk about that at another time. It hasn't snowed much in January here in Utah. I think November was the most snow we got over here, but now it's it's been warm, like 40 degrees. Some people are probably saying that's cold, but in Salt Lake City, that's in January, that's weird. And it's almost over. We're like more than halfway done with January. And it'll just start getting warm. Er. This is my first January in Utah, but I was expecting a little more. Google says January is always the coldest month in Utah and pretty much everywhere else. But it's been warmer here than last month. But oh well, I'm kind of I'm kind of ready for winter to be over. I'm I'm a little over it. That's that's kind of new. Usually I, I'm not like that. Meh. Well, I do have a job where I have to get up super early, and it's, it's always a pain in the ass when it's nighttime and it's cold and the wind is blowing. I think I'm learning that my nose runs more whenever I don't sh- like trim my nostril hairs. 
but whenever I do, I, f- I think I have a I have less runny noses. My guess is because it might be the same with my glasses, like especially with the mask on, I'm breathing into it and like it it's sort of crystallized on the nose hairs and then it finally gets warm and it starts running. Something like that. Something about ice getting onto the hairs and then then you can kind of warm it up a bit and then then it'll melt and then your nose starts running. I don't know. That that could be hokum, but that's one of my guesses. But yeah, this is been a weird podcast. It feels like I've already been talking for twenty minutes, but it's only been like twelve. That's the weird thing about uh doing a podcast every single day because even guys uh we have monthly cycles like how women have their periods guys we don't bleed out of our dicks but we do have times of the month where we're more irritable than usual and it's a little harder to find energy and I don't know if I'm going through that time or not. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I am, and I'm having a lot of situations just pile on top of me all at once. And it could be either or or both. I'm not sure. But it's a weird thing about doing a podcast every day because you're not going to always catch me on a good day. Maybe that's, maybe that's a good argument to have something ready to talk about prepared to talk about that way you don't have to like think on the spot you know what you're gonna say and you can just stick to that maybe but yeah once once this 30 days is over i'll probably maybe like once or twice a week maybe who knows who the hell knows it's not like this podcast will turn into anything. It's more of just a a public journal. That's kind of what it is t- to me. And uh, but even in journals, you know, you, well, it's not necessarily a, a journal per se because I am omitting a lot of information still. That's why I miss my self talk. I miss my times of the day where I'm just talking to myself and I don't have a filter. I can just talk about anything with myself. And I still can do that, but I'm also trying to study after this and read. And there's just more things. I I can. It's a little harder to do it once I do record because I just, I'm tired of talking and a little more tired, but I can continue to do that even on days I record but yeah 15 minutes alright I think we're gonna stop right here I'm good I'm good alright see you guys